very time what's up everybody it's the art pros with a halloween spooktacular episode uh i know we're on a break but we decided we'd come through with some spooky scary stuff for you to listen to one would say that we're back from the dead this is our halloween special welcome everybody you're listening to the art pros my name is rens b this is gage b and uh, we are the Art Pros. You're listening to the Art Pros podcast. Our Instagram is at paid.artists. Our website is www.paid. I mean, www.artprospodcast.com. Now that's scary. Fucking up on a podcast. Yeah, you can't it's do real that. Real big, you know. Um, so today, I wanted to introduce. Some really spooky Filipino scary stories and folklores. Um, can we get some more scary sounds in here? What's going on? I think uh, I think I'm just gonna riff it. All right, go for it. So um, we got a little bit advanced in this episode. We got a soundboard going on. We're using our technology, and I just wanted to start this episode by telling you guys about a really scary ah oh my god in the philippines whew, let me gather myself there's a frightening many many frightening stories and you might wreck ah oh god you might recognize some of these stories and you know, if, if if you're familiar from from your own culture or someone else's culture, they may have told you a similar story. Uh, we're gonna run through a few of these scary things in the Philippines that I've heard as a kid when I grew up from my grandparents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the first one is called an aswang, A S W A N G. And then I, uh, this is gonna be harder than I thought. An aswang is a Filipino witch, pretty much. Some people say it's a witch. Some people think they're vampires. But the fact is they're 100% diabolical. And they will eat your wife's fetus if you let them. In the Philippines, there is a story of these evil ladies. They're usually women. That's why they are associated with witchcraft. And what they do in the middle of the night, you know, you're living in your little Nipah hut. You know there's evil in your village. You just don't know who it is, why it is, where it is. It's this witch woman, and she splits in half, kind of, in the night. And her upper half flies around, looking and waiting, searching for the perfect delicious fetus to eat. And she's sneaky, you know, she's quiet. She floats around. You don't hear her. But when you're sleeping 
with you know next to your your loved one in this case a man and a wife the witch waits till you're asleep and she hides on your roof and uses a long her long scary tongue to kind of suck the fetus out from the belly of the pregnant woman from the roof <laughs> i'm telling it's scary shit this is scary shit i could you know i Gage, do you have an extra pair of underwear? I'm going to need it. <laughs> no. <laughs> have you ever heard of any of these stories? No, I haven't. I do recall from our 15 minutes of research that one of the ways you can stop an aswang from getting your unborn child in the midst of childbirth because she comes in the night or the day when a loving wife is trying to just deliver your child, she'll come and she'll try and eat it. And one of the ways that people used to try and stop this is the husband would lay naked under the house and furiously swing his sword back and forth during childbirth to prevent miscarriages or people getting eaten by the Aswang. <laughs> but no, I'm not that familiar with a lot of uh, Filipino folklore, um, unfortunately. They're frightening, man. There's this one associated with the Aswang, and it's basically a... You were We were talking about it in your 15 minutes of research. You described it as a fairy, or you might recognize this as a changeling. It's a demon baby type of character. Oh, yeah. What are those called? Uh, those are called... Those are called Janak. And then you spell it T-I-Y-A-N-A-K. Fun fact, A-N-A-K, Anak means child so chanak i don't know what you know the conjugation is but some sort of demon child almost a child almost a child almost a child so these are really similar to old fairy stories or old changeling stories um, right yeah where this creature you know they're centuries old but they would take the place of a child or they would look like a child and hope that strangers walking in the forest would pick them up thinking that it's a child who needs help and feed off their energy and sometimes sometimes children would go missing and they would blame it on a changeling child now i don't know the history of this but i remember watching a movie about it that was one of those uh b-list bad scary movies like uh krampus, krampus? You ever krampus? Yeah, I've seen krampus oh that that one's excellent that's yeah. actually really good um but yeah there's 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 plenty of stories out there filipino mythology there's what you call a capre if you look at the uh if you look that up on wikipedia you can learn all about its racist history <laughs> k-a-p-r-e no seriously it's 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 eh, it's a little questionable scary story <laughs> it's but a tree trickster it's a tree trickster the roots of this story are a little uh, controversial you can go ahead and look that up on wikipedia on your own but basically this is a guy very very tall scary person with glowing red eyes and they hide in a tree and you can see their silhouette or maybe they're just standing next to the tree because they're so tall and they look like they're hiding in it but basically, they are similar to other shapeshifter, witchcraft people that 
exist in other cultural horror stories or scary mythical creature stories and they'll try to <laughs> do things like laugh maniacally at you or try to give you a riddle and trick you into a long time of servitude or enslavement or something i don't know something <laughs> the most diabolical uh, uh you know uh not pay you for making a painting something like that some spooky shit yeah my grandma gage actually said she saw one one time they like my family came home late and they're all telling the story about how she scared it away with her loud old lady filipino voice she said <laughs> she she yelled at it because it was bothering them they're like walking around and can you can you try and imitate that i i just i want to get right there into the story i want to feel like i'm there how did she scare it away it all started one evening i must have been younger than 10 six years old and i in our house in the philippines we had a terrace and I heard the gate open, and as the gate opened, I ran out. I heard it. I was excited. Grandma's home. I looked at, I looked out into the terrace, and my um, two older cousins were so excited. They're like, "Oh my God, Grandma just scared away a copre. They she scared it away. She scared it." And she's all modest, swag walking, you know. Oh no, no, no. She was just like, it's no big deal, guys. So I ran downstairs. I was like, what happened? What happened? You got to tell me the story. They're like, nah, you're too little. You, We can't tell you. My cousins, you know, they're acting like older cousins. My grandma was like, I just told it off. I told it to go away. That's the trick. If you ever see an evil spirit, all you have to do is yell at it. And if you're scared, then that's when they get you. But the trick is, if you're not scared and you yell at it and tell it to leave, it'll leave. And that's what I did. And that's what she told me. And I was like, dang, that's badass. And my cousin, I was like, you guys are messing with me. My cousins were like, no, I'm serious. Like, I saw the red eyes and, and I was scared. Shit, I didn't know what to do. But the grandma knew what it was. My grandma knew what it was. And she did something about it. And that's the end of that story. It was Damn. pretty cool. So you're telling me that all you have to do when an evil spirit comes into your life and it's trying to get you to do stuff you don't want it to. You don't want to do. All you have to do is yell at it and say, "Go away, go away. We don't want you here." You say whatever you need to do to protect yourself from fear of that of, of something trying to make you afraid. Dang. So you know that works on a lot of so like you know some scary shit, some evil evil beings out there to ruin people's days. But you know what? It never worked on for me. What? And this is the spookiest thing of all. A customer. You ever, you know, you're working a service job. You're, you're like, I don't know, slinging salads. And some douchebag lawyer comes in, doesn't want to tip you. And you yell, hey, get out of here. I'm not scared of you. It doesn't ever fucking work. It's the fucking worst. The service industry. <laughs> listen, guys, today we're going to tackle a very spooky topic. And it's the service industry and the nine to five work life. Now, you know, it may not seem that scary to you because you become desensitized to it. But I'll, I'll tell you what, if you were living amongst werewolves and vampires, you probably wouldn't be that scared of them either. But the nine to five and the service industry is the spookiest thing to young aspiring artists. And Renz can tell you why. Um, I thought what I was trying to do earlier was scary, but. If, you know, if I didn't, if you're not familiar in past episodes, I've 
disclose that I used to work at a grocery store, a high-end grocery store, even scarier, right? Ooh, I used to work at a, a place that you might know. It's called Whole Foods. And to make matters worse, I was at the bottom rung of my service. I was the guy outside. I was a cart collector. And I would help people to their cars who needed help because they were too old to carry all 12 of their bags to their car. That's pretty spooky. What wasn't spooky was the tips, though. That wasn't spooky. No, that's that's one of the, that's like the shining light at the end of the tunnel, right, is getting tipped. But eh, I find the job a little demeaning. I found the job a little demeaning because uh, our the manager, the person leading the team said that we weren't allowed to go inside unless we really had to. So oh, we had that's to awful. stay outside because we, we were supposed to be outside collecting carts and helping people with cars. We had no business being inside unless we were asked to be to go inside or if we needed to use a bathroom or go on break or, you know, reasonable, regular people things. But if we were inside messing around, then that's not, you know, it's no go. Damn, that's scary as hell. You know what's really scary is heat exhaustion. I bet, oh, yeah. I bet you had to face heat exhaustion a lot. Dude, one time, so uh, in the regular eight-hour shift, usually you take a break in the after four hours. I drank a whole gallon of water before my break one time. You know, it's spooky. Without taking a piss. What? Not not using, not using getting to use the bathroom. I remember I never got to use the bathroom when I was working. What? I would cater weddings, and it would we would have, like, designated bathroom times. That is scary. Yeah, that was terrifying. I mean, nothing scarier than... Uh, sneaking away to use the bathroom you know against the rules and then being worried that some drunk asshole is going to come in and catch you and be surprised that you're in there even though you're not supposed to be in there some spooky shit man damn yeah what's uh what do you remember any times that you were just frightened by by something you had to do at a nine to five job because you know most i i would imagine that at least 50 percent of americans dread more than anything else when they wake up in the morning going to their job oh yeah i was gonna say that that was every day i was frightened yeah i was frightened to look at the clock because <laughs> i was like oh shit that's how many hours i have left till i gotta go back in Let every, me... <laughs> day, every day that i looked at the schedule every day that my paycheck came i was like how much did i not make today <laughs> you know what i'm saying how much is my lifetime worth? Ah, you know what? Eleven I bucks am. an hour. Yeah, yeah. my hey. life is worth the minimum. Yeah, minimum <laughs> minimum value for time per human right? unit. Yeah. How shitty of a that is a scary. That's the scariest terminology to apply to a human being. Is you, you does you right now are worth the minimum. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That is scary. You know what else is fucking scary? Is being worth the minimum and then having to deal with really entitled people who think that you're even worth less than that. You know what else is scary? I told you all earlier about the tips. Getting change <laughs> for a tip. <laughs> well, counting's hard. Well, you know, I get it. It was like m the only people that ever gave me like a couple quarters or like whatever change they had were like people over 70. It was cute. They're like, what? I would be on my way back and they were like, whoa, wait right there. And then they'd like, this is not a witch. This is an 80 year old person. I'm impersonating. <laughs> 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 so, 
So they dig it in their purse, and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to, you know, how nice of them. And they reach in, and they hold their hand out, and in my in your hand, you see a penny, a nickel, and a quarter, or something like that. Well, back in Which the day, that could buy you a whole gallon of milk. It's not their fault. No. They... Inflation isn't, well... Debatable. Yeah, inflation's totally it's their hard fault. To say <laughs> who's, fucked. Well, I don't want to point fingers. It's not fair. It's not fair to point to an individual to describe whose fault it was for inflation. But you know, you gotta look at the leaders for that. This is this is the scary episode. I hope you're all ready to. Um, I don't know. Get drunk. It's Halloween. That you know, we're recording this the day before Halloween. This yeah, is Renz special... is in a great costume, by the way. He's dressed up as the telephone booth from Doctor Who. If you if you've never seen it, it's a telephone booth that's bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. And the reason why Renz is dressed like that is because it truly reflects who he is as a person. Oh my goodness. He's much bigger on the inside than he is on the outside. It's crazy. And you know, that's what really hurts me and kind of scares me about people who want to tip this man change for the sweltering job, you know, so y'all know what Whole Foods is. Y'all know what a grocery cart is. Renz used to have to help push these grocery carts after the food has already been purchased and then loaded up for people who were too weak, too lazy to do it themselves. He wasn't getting tipped. He was getting tipped in quarters and pennies and, and dimes. And, you know, his time was only worth seven twenty-five an hour. Mm-hmm. Actually, Whole Foods paid decently at the time. At the time, no, I got paid like twelve dollars an hour oh, shit, off are they the hiring? job. <laughs> no, I got paid twelve when I got hired in two thousand and fourteen. So they were paying twelve two thousand fourteen, way past minimum wage already. Yeah, that's like four bucks past yeah. minimum wage. Yeah, so yeah. it was pretty. It was pretty sweet, and I got tips every day. I would come away. 20 bucks every day damn that's not that spooky bro it's spooky because some people are fucking a little bit uh are the r word the r word assholes the scary <laughs> you got it oh the wait one. that word we're not supposed to say rich a bunch <laughs> yeah, of rich exactly. retards is that is that what you were trying to say yeah yep Nah, yeah. So, uh, no, it, was, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I got to help. Uh, I was happy helping the people that were, like, pregnant with three screaming kids. I was happy to help the people that were old. Made a lot of... Actually, a lot of the people that I met at that store, I now still have a relationship with, even at my job that I'm doing today. Oh, really? How is that? As an administrator. Well, this one person in particular, I just kept seeing him. I was like, hey... Those are really cool earrings. And then she was like, oh, yeah? Well, I hold an art fair, and I organize this art fair, and blah, 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 and Druid Hill Park, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, cool, I'm an artist. And she's like, that's cool. Fast forward to when I received this grant for this competition, and ran into her again. Apparently, she was an advisor. She, she wanted to be an advisor for the thing that we won. Oh, cool. Fast forward to my job now as an administrator, and she is has donated money to the organization. And I'm like, what? It's, it's weird how things work out like that, you know? Yeah, because I mean? when she first met you, she was just like, yeah, put away my groceries, bitch. 
the person so i, I <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> this other person i met i was working i got promoted i was working at the seafood department cutting up some fish and i recommended this octopus and she was like i've never had octopus before blah blah, blah. what's it like i was like it's good buy it and she's like i'll buy it and i signed up for a different thing i applied for a fellowship and i got invited to interview and walked in and guess who i saw interviewing me amongst a group of 10 other people the octopus the octopus was in the room <laughs> isn't that crazy yeah that's pretty badass eight arms yeah, yeah. Uh, the the octopus was in the room. The lady was in the room that bought the octopus, and she said, "You want? You know what? I remember you from Whole Foods. I didn't remember her." She was like, "You Damn, made a good man. impression because of the way you know. Sometimes just making a good impression is the start of things like that." Oh, okay. Which is scary because you don't want to leave. You you don't want to think you left a good impression by making someone buy an octopus. Yeah, that's a really weird one. That's pretty spooky. And the next thing you know, the octopus is in the room. So, damn. Well, that's cool. That's actually really... That shit never happens to me. Like, I meet people for one time in the service industry, and uh, that's it. You just remember them from that one time where they uh, wiped their ass with your, your life... Uh, because you forgot to put anchovies on their fucking salad, so now they think you're the most incompetent person on the planet. But you know, you don't even carry anchovies, so I don't know how it's your fucking fault. I I just assume that all service industry, you know, interactions were pretty much terrible, even if they went okay. <laughs> uh, but am, the, I, am I ruining the pod by not saying enough scary stuff? No, I think this is our whole dynamic. <laughs> do you so so what about you do you have any scary story i know you you did a little bit of scary service industry stuff oh man I, I used to be the i used to catch the the phone calls at a pizza place and that was the worst because you had to catch phone calls you also had to serve out pizza and i would work late i'd work till like two or three in the morning and i would be the one who was serving out pizzas when the bars closed and and one spooky uh one spooky occurrence that happened to me was, so there is this bar nearby, and it's a it was like branded as like a gay bar, and you know a bunch of people left that bar and they came to get pizza slices, and it's you know a lot of like really big like six foot five dudes who are all really drunk, and this was basically every Friday night this would happen to me, where. I'm just there to serve you some fucking pizza, man. Like, I don't want your your advances. But every Friday night, it would be, oh, what's up? Hey, what are you doing after this? Which, that's fine. Whatever. But it would just be like, if I was not responsive, it was the aggressive conversations after where it'd be like, oh, you think you're too good to talk to us? What, you don't like us because we're gay? And be like, no, I'm just trying to do my fucking job. Like, I just want I don't want you to think that this is some prejudice against you. I'm just terrified because literally, like, you guys know where I work and there's like five of you and you're making really weird comments. Like one time, fucking, my homie was putting pizza into the into the oven and, you know, you just hear one dude in the background, ooh, I bet he slides it in, but I'm going to slide it in. That's not shit that you want to hear on the job. No. I couldn't imagine being a uh, a pretty woman working that job and putting up with that shit and having it happen every Friday night. 
by a bunch of drunk assholes. So that's one horror story. That's something that like sticks with me is, uh, you know, the it all that creepiness. Into perspective. Yeah. It? Oh yeah, man. But that's not. That's by far not the worst thing that's happened. But you know, the service industry is whatever. It's really scary because you know you, you go to art school. You want to learn how to be a master of your craft. You're like, oh, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna get get a job at IDEO. I'm gonna work for IKEA. Uh, designing you know the tables and shit so to like young aspiring artists like the service industry that's the spookiest thing ever like oh barista ah! as like a career i'll tell you one thing scarier than settling for a nine to five gauge hmm. actually being successful in the art world and realizing that it's not for you <laughs> I don't know about any of that. It's definitely for me. I'm ripped. <laughs> <laughs> or learning the horrors of the real world as an artist. I it's think pretty that's scary. pretty spooky. Yeah. Actually, that is pretty scary. Um, to what about me. bills? That's almost as spooky as a nine to five. Sally Mae. Yeah. Ooh. The legend of Sally Mae. Yeah. You got to get, you get phone calls every fucking week from someone who's like, hey, you owe us money. And you're like, but that don't teacher sucked ass. Phone. Yeah. Don't pick up the phone. We've all seen the movies. We've seen The Ring. What's the one about the, is that the one where if you put a movie, you have the, the seven video, days to pay the, your bills. Is that the, what's the one where you, you get like a videotape of the lady in the well? And yeah. Yeah. Well, and then if you answer the phone, you get told you're going to die in seven days. Um, and Sally Mae is basically the same thing. It's like, oh, don't default on your loans. <laughs> You're gonna be bankrupt in seven <laughs> days. Bankruptcy is probably probably works out better than owing two hundred thousand dollars or dying. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's pretty much economical death. I'm surprised more kids don't just go bankrupt. Like, I feel like that'd be a good way to get out of your loans. Like, your credit's terrible, but you know, you don't owe people money anymore. Eh, it's pretty much like a scarlet letter for bankers. True. That's true. It's yeah. not a good idea. I don't recommend it to anybody, but some people will figure it out and make it work somehow. Well, isn't bad credit uh, the same thing? I don't know, man, but I'm scared of that. I, I see, see, I see credit as a... I don't see it as a scary thing. I see it as a game. It's points. Oh, yeah? That's why they call it credit points. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, you can finesse credit cards. I don't want to get too boring on here, but you can look up some deals and get the credit card points and get some... Yo, really? <coughs> this is probably the most adult and boring thing I'm ever going to say, but I got about six or seven free days of hotels when I went on vacation to California. Because of our credit card points that we finessed. Damn, that's spooky. Fiscal responsibility. It's actually pretty cool because it's like a game. It really is like a game when you start looking in the credit card points thing. Because you're like, all right, I'm going to finesse these guys. They're going to try to finesse me anyways. And you have the power to fit, you know, take advantage of these opportunities that they lure you in with. But most people don't follow through with them. You hear that, interns? This is how fucked up the 9 to 5 life gets you. You think that... Finding credit card opportunities is a fucking game. That's not a game. You know, it's a game. Super Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
finding credit card opportunities is not a game. Oh, fuck you, Gage. Why are you so real, man? That's true. You're right. <laughs> that's fucking spooky. You see how I brainwashed myself, people? Isn't that scary? Dude, that's the problem with that's the problem Damn. with these fucking service industry jobs and this nine to five shit. It starts making you look at like just hu- like things that should be pretty much a, a right as a living human being is like, oh hell yeah. Like you have a nine to five and you you're used to getting treated like shit all day by a fuck by like all your coworkers and by your uh your customers and then you get a promotion and you start getting treated with just like regular human respect and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm the manager. Of course the customers treat me right. And you're like, Yeah, dude, fuck yeah, this is awesome. When really they probably shouldn't have called you a fucking dumbass mouth breathing minimum wage piece of shit in the first place. But you got used to that. Mm. Yeah. That is scary. That's a scary thing about our the way culture and capitalism works in general. In our society, it we live is, in one. We live in one. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, no, sorry. so 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 it's hierarchical, right? Terms such as leadership exist, and it might just be a characteristic of some people, but. That in and of itself is scary. What happens when you have to step up to the plate? That's kind of a scary thing, even for people who will self, uh, will recognize their, themselves as a some sort of leader or a director or whatever, right? That's scary. You're in charge of other people's time and lives. And that, at the end of the day, is going to be the job that will net you the most out of your time in general you know if you if you want to get a little bit more money in in these nine to fives you want to be a manager you know what i mean yeah doesn't matter the organization doesn't matter if it's in whole foods or joseph a bank or or uh bank of america or american apparel or or even a big law firm like chick-fil-a you get more money if you get the title true you get more money sometimes yeah. if you can negotiate. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going from a staff member to a senior staff member, you can get a little bit more money for the responsibility. Is it worth it? Who knows? It's it's, it's a ladder climbing analogy, but it's scary. Hey, be careful out there, y'all. Those of you who missed the wage theft episode, remember, you don't always. Sometimes you get these responsibilities without getting the promotion. You're just told that it's expected of your job position. So. Do you have any actual scary ghost stories or anything like that? We're at our, we're about scary at the time. Ghost stories. Yeah, I mean, this is just a special. We don't want to give people too much. We're supposed to be on break right now. Oh no, man! I got no scary. I I, like, I think I put off this energy that um just tells ghosts like I'm too easy of a target, so don't fuck with me because it'd be boring. It's not a game. Are you superstitious? Do you, you very, very. I'm, I'm terrified of. I when I go into the bathroom, I always open up the shower curtain to make sure that there's not uh, some dude behind there. Well, that's just practical and smart, to be honest. I think it is. Yeah. No, I, I check behind there. I when I close, you know, like medicine cabinet mirrors. When I close those, I, bef- while I'm closing them, I look over my shoulder. To make sure that there's not going to be a thing in the mirror when I close the mirror. I um, I remember as a kid, I used to be scared of turning off the lights and in the house, and I had to sprint to the closest light source. Oh yeah, you all you always got to run back and forth. Yeah, 
My grandma used to have these fucking creepy, like, American Girl dolls in the bathroom. <laughs> so, like, I lived with her for a while when I was, like, three, and I had first gotten potty trained. Um, or that I can recall being, like, first potty trained. So every time I took a shit, I would leave the doors open and all the lights on, and I would, like, try and talk to my grandma because I didn't want to get left alone with these dolls because that movie Chucky, like, really oh fucked God. me up. Like, like the thought of a fucking doll waking up and deciding to kill you is, like, so real to me. Like, way more real to me than, like, any of this other shit. Also, you brought up The Ring earlier. When I first watched that, I didn't go to sleep the entire night. And, like, my mom thought something was wrong with me. And I think she, like, tried to take me to the hospital or something. I can't really recall, but she'll, oh. she'll tell me after she listens to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like filipino grannies or grannies and many other cultures have some deep creepy scary stories have you seen anything spooky i don't mm, not in the same way that my grandma does but i think i do have some sort of sixth sixth sense that i inherited from her she's always told me a bunch of scary stories i remember my little my i'm the oldest on my dad's side and one of my my second cousin all right i'm getting confusing here my next oldest cousin, um, little kid, little boy, uh, used to say that he would see this kid sitting in a rocking chair. And my grandma was just like, mm hmm. You know, like she knew. Yeah. This kid was. And my aunt went, and everyone was scared and they were laughing because they were scared. They're like, ha ah, ha, you know, what does he look like? He's like, he's sitting right there. And he must have been like two. He's right there. And I was like, uh. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah, and my grandma was like affirming it because she's seen ghosts in the house too. She she said that when you see a ghost, you don't really know what it is because it looks, you know, it's convincing. Yeah, like you just it's just like, oh, what is this? She said she saw a man with a voice, like big deep voice, talking to her in the living room of our house, and and she thought it was normal and then when she walked away she realized afterwards she was like oh, that wasn't normal at all and she said she's had out-of-body experiences all this crazy stuff and like premonitions and weird granny things yeah and for me what happens is i kind of like when i enter a home or a, or a room i just get this weird vibe like somebody else is in there Every now and then. Depends on the house or the room. I've been in a couple houses here in the city where it's distinct. And sometimes it goes away. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I hear weird noises in the middle of the night. And I think it, I think the reason that they stop is some sort of thing with comfortability. The same thing I said earlier about like if you make yourself known in this whatever weird spooky thing is going on to... If you make yourself known to the spooky thing, then it wouldn't, you know, it's not really, it's like you're trespassing a yeah. little bit. That's funny. I, whenever I feel um, that like tingle of like, oh man, if this were a scary movie, this would totally be where the ghost is. Yeah. I always say that shit. I'm always just like, hey, I'm here. I know you're here. Cause if he's not here, no one's there to know that you're like kind of a little, like a little bitch about it. But if the ghost is there, then, you know, you let it, you tricked it. Because you're not sure that it's there. You tricked it into thinking that you know that it's there and it can't pull any fuck shit on you. For but sure. now that I said that, the ghost that's in our house that thinks I don't know that it's here, uh, 
you know, now it's going to know my tricks. I don't, I, sh- I fucked up. I shouldn't have said anything. If I don't, <laughs> if I don't text you back tomorrow, it was the ghost. Halloween oh, man. Ghost. You know, the ghosts are strongest on Halloween. I saw that in a kid's movie. Really? I don't know. I don't remember. I I think it was an American Horror Story. You know, did you know that 84% of people in management positions aren't trained for that position? Isn't that fucking spooky? Huh? Yeah, so most most people who are in leadership roles get put there because they're good at the job that that leadership role oversees, but they're not trained to lead, which is why so many bosses uh, suck mad dick at their job. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a real thing, though. And a part of that requires an understanding of other people. Yeah, like the that's difference it. between... Like, if you're, like, a great... Uh, you could be like a great shoe salesman, but that doesn't mean that you should be the store manager. Like you might be a terrible leader of other people, you know, and that's pretty spooky. Yeah. I mean, and leadership skills, people imagine that it's like, uh, I don't know, a war hero or someone brave that listen, everyone fearless or your pecs are not big enough. So as leader, I'm going to make sure we all make sure not to skip peck day. Yeah, no, you don't need to be outspoken, loud, or braggadocious to be a leader or strong or anything like that. You can do other stuff. You can know people well. You really just have to make things happen. I think the biggest thing is knowing, uh, pointing people to utilizing their strengths at the proper moment. So, like, knowing how to delegate tasks. To like, like, so if you have, like, a metal worker, a ceramicist, and a painter... And you have to work on a sign project, you know, you know who to point where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ceramicists, like, you don't need them. It's a sign project. I think teachers are one of the strongest leaders in in any, in the world. I mean, that's some teachers, maybe. Well, like, the, <laughs> the, the, the profession of being a teacher. I yeah, think, requires, requires. Yeah. And deserves respect. Definitely. And, yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I think so. I think that's one of the biggest failings of our... Uh, public education system is that yeah. we don't incentivize uh strong leaders and intelligent people to take those jobs so it's really on the backs of good-hearted people to take those positions or people who maybe aren't the best for those positions to take those positions as someone who's taught classes like i don't know what of those roles i fall into but i think if we incentivize teaching a little bit more we'd have a much better society do you think we're scaring everybody that we're on a long break? Do you think that's scary to some of our listeners? Dude, I think our listeners are just happy that we're not dead. That's scary. Yeah. Well, wait, what? What am I talking about? Dude, the scariest thought is that you're going to die. <laughs> uh, what's scary about death? Is it the pain? No, it's that you got more shit to do. You got, you got to get to work on Monday. But then... <laughs> But then if you're dead, then you didn't you... finish your job. But will you be worrying about it if you're dead? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if you're worried about it when you're dead. You're worried about it right now being like, oh, I might die and not finish that project. And then everyone will think I'm an asshole. True. And it's true. It's always in the moment. It's always in the moment. Damn, dude. Fucking Halloween is scary. You got all these kids that you don't know if they're going to trick or treat you. And you might not give them enough candy. You might give them too much candy. Shit, you might give a kid who has a peanut allergy candy with nuts in it. And then you'll kill somebody. I hope that 
I, you know, the, the scary thing about that to me is people that don't know they do. Yeah. <laughs> or they're not paying attention to the packaging. That's why I only get lollipop flavored candy because there's no nuts in the production of lollipop flavors. You know what I thought was really nice? Something not scary. My fiance got stickers for certain kids that can't eat candy. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That is really nice. Really smart. Yeah. I was saying kids that we can't give candy will give some of the spiders from our spider web, but that's That's nice that, too. That's a yeah. good idea though, the stickers. Yeah. yeah. You can use the stickers. The spider is just going to get lost or eaten by accident. But they'll be happy when you give it to them. Yeah. They'll Did you guys like, decorate wow, really? this year? We have we had 5 pumpkins and two of them got stolen. That's what I'm worried about. We have this like cool skeleton hand, and I brought it back inside because we got a high school right around the corner, and that's just the type of shit that I would take in high school. So it's another scary thing, and also a, a bit of a cop out statement. We didn't have time to decorate this year beyond the pumpkins, man. <laughs> Did you guys carve them? That's spooky. no, they're they well no they're they're curated. <coughs> got three big pumpkins and three two wait is it six? Did we have six pumpkins? Well, we had. A selection of big pumpkins and a selection of little pumpkins alternating on each stair step. And two of the ones closest to the sidewalk got stolen. At least they're not getting smashed. That's spooky. You know, last year we had a humongous pumpkin. Like one of those giant ones. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I had to carry it in though. Did it get smashed? No, actually someone drove by and knocked on the door and asked if they could have it. Oh, really? They thought it was really cool. Yeah. That's sick. They gave it to them. Cool. All right, guys. Well, this has been a very spooky episode, (coughs) I think, Um, just to leave you with the most fear that you can possibly have. I just want to let you guys know that you will all die, but (laughs) some of you may rise out of the casket. You might die. There's a possibility that... You will die between seven and one million days. It's pretty scary shit. That is true. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Art Pros. We love you so much. Um, Sometimes things are really spooky and you just got to deal with all of it. And it's really hard to put on a podcast every week. So we appreciate you guys being patient while we take this time to like you know figure out how we're going to release season two so this has just been the halloween spooktacular don't ever forget that the art pros love you and and if you don't if you don't know where to find us we're at artprospodcast.com paid.artists on instagram uh donate to our patreon if you like this episode everything is uh ter- ter- terrifying and terrible and you're all gonna die um what was I going to say? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. You're such great listeners. And if you have any suggestions for any topics that you would like to hear us cover, please, please send us a DM at paid.artist. Please send us an email, a spooky email if you need to. It paid uh, shit at artprospodcast at gmail.com. Or just visit our website if you really want to see something really scary. Look at our website. Uh, We love you guys. (laughs) Have a good Halloween.